unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Another response we got was from Dylan, uh, and he says, This was my first general conference, and my faith feels so much stronger. God is good. Like, Amen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that because general conference speaks to you and it strengthens your testimony. Uh, a lot of the talks are about how to have a firm foundation, hold to the rod, and general conference is one of those great ways to do so. Hey everyone! Welcome back to Saints Inscripted. We are not on set today. No, it's a temporary set, so don't freak but out. only for this episode. Yeah, don't freak out. It's yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. well, the reason why is because we had to get on here as soon as possible to talk about General Conference that happened yesterday and the day before when we were filming this. You should be seeing it very soon. It was a, such a great General Conference. Um, and if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, you would have seen that we had like a little brief thoughts of between all of the hosts. Uh, and then we gave it to you guys, uh, asking what you guys thought. And the response was overwhelming. Yeah. You guys gave us so many good responses. Yeah. So we're going to go through them right now, talk a bit about them, elaborate, all that stuff. Uh, so Share our thoughts along the process. Yeah. I have a whole um, album on my phone of screenshots <laughs> of your thoughts. We won't be able to get through all of them, of course, but... We'll try to point out some. Okay, so I want to start with, before conference, I asked um, on Instagram which speakers you guys are most excited to hear from. Also kind of like what things in general you're excited to hear about. And then also temple predictions. Um, I think those are the main two things we can talk about right now. So <laughs> one thing you notice is that probably right behind being excited for President Nelson to speak, you guys were super excited for Elder Holland. Mm -hmm. And did he deliver... He delivered. When does he not? <laughs> right. Um, his talk was so good. Yeah, you can always feel the spirit like super strongly when he speaks. Like he just speaks with so much love and compassion mm -hmm. and understanding. And I just, yeah, it's pretty overwhelming. I'm going to be honest, I definitely did cry. And then Kieran's talk right after. <laughs> just, <ugh>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah, Holland's talk, he emphasized a lot on mental health, especially in this generation where mental health is such a big thing. Um, and also, like, the children of, like, the next generation. I've got, like, some quotes from him about just, like, embrace the gift of the gospel to find true happiness. Um, give your life to seek the Lord's guidance. Like, he was, off, he was basically saying, like, if you are in, like, a dark pit, like, you think you're like, at the end of the, of the road... There's so many people to turn to. I briefly mm -hmm. talked about it on the Instagram like story about like there's friends, teachers, parents, yeah. like, so many people to reach out to if you're feeling lonely. Uh, and also Christ and uh, Heavenly Father, like they are always with you. Uh, and one line that I feel like is probably the most powerful line in like general conference, uh, Jeffrey Holland uh, says that do not destroy a life that Christ gave his life for. I thought that was like. Yeah, it's crazy. So powerful. And I know that there are so many people out there who are like super struggling with depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. suicidal thoughts, anything like that. And your your feelings are obviously very valid, but it is important to remember that your life is so important. Yeah. And that, uh, what is it that he said something else about how there is always, always, always at least someone who 
like loves you and needs you mm-hmm. just to stay and to be strong and i just there is always yeah even if you don't even know them personally there will always be someone who just needs you to stay and so that one's really that one was really really good so oh yeah um other people were really excited for obviously president nelson and he spoke uh th- Three times? Three times. Right? Yeah. Yes. First one very much had to do with missionary work. Mm-hmm. Um, like starting it off with like, we need missionaries. Missionaries are really important. And like the gathering of Israel is mm-hmm. also still a massive thing in our lives and in like the current world today. And he said in the very first opening of all general conference talked about what is it that oh, yeah. you have that quote? I have the quote, prophets yeah. have foreseen this today. That like <laughs> freaked me out. But also, I don't know. It was so cool just to think that, like, prophets like Daniel, John, like, everyone in, like, the Bible who have foreseen or have had these prophetic visions of, like, the second coming are witnessing what we're going through today. Yeah. And, like, it, like yeah, it's terrifying to think, but also it's exciting to think that Christ is coming soon-ish and that, like, it's also like, weird just to wrap your head around all the ancient prophets that have potentially seen us. <laughs> Yeah, or like, at least they like they almost kind of understand what we're going through. Yeah, not in the way that Jesus understands, <laughs> no, but... but but yeah, that's pretty crazy. I remember uh, a lot of times, like it, as a youth, the teachers would always tell us, like, pioneers look up to you in this day and what you're going through. And I was like, okay, that's crazy because the pioneers went through so much. My mom would be like, hey, they didn't say that to me when I was a youth. <laughs> and so um, yeah, the times are rough right now, and I think that it is important that we're gathering Israel, like President mm-hmm. Nelson likes to emphasize. Now, here are some of your guys' thoughts that you DM'd us on Instagram. Yes. We're going to start with our friend Oliver. Oliver, you know who you are. You've been on the show before. Um, he messaged us and said, I decided to take your challenge and bring a question to conference. In those first talks from Elder Holland and Elder Kieran, I have no doubt that God was speaking directly to me through those messages. I have never had an experience like that at conference before. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, yeah. Like I said, I definitely definitely cried during those talks. And a lot of my friends also cried during those talks because they, they did speak to us on, like, a personal level. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that the general conference, like, it's meant to be kind of targeted at you, but I feel like this one was specifically targeted at everyone, even more so than the other ones. And those two talks, like, back-to-back, powerful, powerful things. Like he said, that I feel like... There's a lot more people who felt the same way as Oliver and I and yeah. you as well, I assume. But, like, mm-hmm. Heavenly Father knew his target audience very, 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 very well yeah. this this session. He always does. Okay, so on President Nelson's uh, Wyatt said, The gathering of Israel is our divinely appointed calling and should be our top priority. So, I mean, President Nelson started with that. Mm-hmm. It goes throughout all of conference and very important. Uh, our friend Latter-day Josh, he says a missionary work is the vital in the current events of today. And I want to say like every third talk like was about missionary work, was yeah. about serving, was about the importance of going on a mission. And if you can't go on a mission now, then like a senior mission or like a service mission or even just like living your normal day to day life is a mission also. Um I can't remember which apostle talked about it, but like the importance of online work and like online, like social media, missionary work, um, kind of like what we're doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that's another thing, like on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter, you can still preach about the gospel and change people's lives. Like 
Yeah. You have no idea how many people you're impacting, how many people you've saved or like just whatever through your thoughts and through being a missionary in your everyday life. Yeah. And I, okay. I love all of that. And I love also, it makes me think a lot about the talk about being peacemakers. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Elder Anderson, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Elder Anderson. Um, and he, what's really cool is that he shares um, his like main example at the beginning of his talk about a peacemaker that he saw in his life was someone who wasn't um, even a member of our church or mm-hmm. of our faith, um, but was able to kind of like stand up for others and um, just share peace and love that that Christ does. Um, and I think that there's a lot of ways, like even if you aren't um, behind a camera and posting on YouTube or have an Instagram page like we do, you there are so many ways that you can still choose to be a peacemaker and still be like the sharer of light and truth. Um, and so some ways you could do that is like, whether it's our videos or other videos from the church or that promote this sort of, um, positive and Christ-like attributes. Um, a lot of times people will go to the comments when they're watching videos. I mean, we just do that in general. Like, Mm -hmm. do you ever just read comments while you're watching (laughs) videos? Yeah. And sometimes there's a lot of negative on there because there always will be. Um, but Mm -hmm. if you're able to share the light, um, and kind of like flood, the place where people are looking with positive and peace, I think that that would make a really big difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I also love on the peacemaker topic that it's not passive. Like it is something that we have to do intentionally and everyone can be better at that, I think. Another response we got was from Dylan. uh, And he says, this was my first general conference and my faith feels so much stronger. God is good. Like, Amen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that because General Conference speaks to you and it strengthens your testimony. Uh, a lot of the talks are about how to have a firm foundation, hold to the rod, and General Conference is one of those great ways to do so. Like, uh, my testimony, I feel like, improved tenfold because of General Conference just today. Dylan, I'm so grateful, so happy that you experienced such a spiritual session. Like, that was awesome. Yeah, super, super cool. Okay, so since there are so many, so many thoughts, um, we're just going to pick some other ones, jumping around um, sessions here. So let's see. Okay, here's here's something we can t- address real quick. Um, in the first question that I asked before general conference, someone said that they weren't super excited for the clamp down, they said, on um, Heavenly Mother. Um, I think because the topic of Heavenly Mother has kind of been, I don't want to say blowing up, but it's... It's coming to life. It's been in a like, lot of discussion recently. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I mean, it, I do feel that it is was important for a actual leader of our church to address it. If they wouldn't have, I think that almost would have been worse, but that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't know. But yeah, so then some people were surprised, but not really surprised that it was brought up. Um, I think that there's a lot of different feelings about it. Some people were saying that they loved um, Elder Renlund's talk in Women's Conference because it um, helps them know that Heavenly Mother is a doctrine of our church, um, that she is real and that we can acknowledge her. But just a reminder that we don't pray to her and there's not so much that we do know about her. Um, I think that that has kind of touched people in different ways. Some people... I think they wish that we knew more. And I mean, who doesn't wish that? But um, revelation on topics like that are meant to come through the leaders of the church. And he was just reminding of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Last talk, I think that we want to just make sure we mention, because a lot of you shared your thoughts on this talk, was Sister Amy Wright's talk. So good. (laughs) So good. Um, First, my thought, I have a quote that I just loved, and I think that it's a really good, like, wrap-up of what her entire talk was focused on, is that she said, um, she's talking about her time 
um, going through cancer because she did, um, she had stage four ovarian cancer, which you would know if you checked our stories when we were sharing about her, but she's just really inspiring. And she said, um, during that time, um, she said, I learned in a profound way that deliverance from our trials is different for each of us. And therefore our focus should be less about the way in which we are delivered and more about the deliverer himself. Mm -hmm. And I like heard that and I was like, it's so true because I think that in so many times, I mean, everyone has different trials and I think a lot of times we're just like, why this, why me? Um, when will it ever stop? When will it ever get better? Mm -hmm. um, but I think that if we, even in times that are really, really hard, focus on Jesus Christ, focus on the person who we know will deliver us, um, even if we don't understand our plan specifically or God's timing, um, I think that just has way more of an effect than you can ever believe. And hearing her say that, someone who did suffer through something so horrible um, was just really cool. Yeah. Another quote from hers that I really, really enjoyed uh, is the Christ is the answer then, and he's the answer right now. Like, yeah. Oh, I want to read hers again. <laughs> fantastic. Like, there's not really anything I can say to add on to that yeah. because it's perfect. Like, one thing that we should also mention, 17 new temples. Yeah. That, like, brandy temples and on top of the 44? 44. I'm not good at math, 60-something. <laughs> I don't know, that's a lot of temples. Um, a couple people mentioned that there was like their mission is getting a temple mm -hmm. where they served. Um, also, in the when I asked beforehand predictions, someone was like, Knoxville, Tennessee, and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, I feel like this is also like what, the first conference without a Utah temple yeah, announcement? No Utah temple. I don't know if it's the first, but it seems it's like it. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, cool. Utah has enough. Let's yeah, Utah's got plenty. Share it around. But this conference has been awesome. Yeah. Um, and like David mentioned, if you also checked in our stories, that we can just reread and read these all. I think we will all receive personal revelation mm -hmm. if we're reading with that intent. Um, it's, it's all inspired work, so yeah, like, you'll get so much from it. Like, I know that this happens to me. You listen to conference and you read the talk and you're like, I don't remember most of this, but like, awesome. It's really cool. Kind of like get to have that experience again. So it's really yeah. awesome. Um, I loved conference. You loved conference. Fantastic. And if you guys missed any of the talks that we talked about, or like questioning about what we did talk about, we'll leave all of like the talks and other information, other videos uh, down in like the topic section. Uh, so make sure you check those out. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys got some inspiration like we did. Uh, Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, and if you have any more thoughts, leave them in the comment sections and we'll read those too. Yes. So, have a good one, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.